another episode of simply unprofessional i'm your host webby join me tonight we got rob hey everybody it's rob and we got devin what is me, Devin? how's it going <clears throat> all right so this week let me pull up my little sheet thing here uh this week we listened to a couple episodes or a couple stories from an episode of the no sleep podcast that were recommended by rob and we just finished watching three episodes of two different things uh, on Crypt TV, which is a YouTube channel. Um, Rob, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, you know, tell the tell the listeners a little bit about the No Sleep podcast, how you found it, what it is, <clears throat> so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, so No Sleep is a horror storytelling podcast. Um, it started a, a while ago, um, 2011, I think, is when it started. Uh, so it's been on for like 11 years. Um, uh, or 2010, maybe. But, uh, it, it basically, it, it's, it was created by David Cummings, who is uh, a Canadian. I don't know if that lowers your your opinion. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. But he basically he's there's he started there's there's now a Reddit. Uh, there's the No Sleep Reddit where people post stories, uh, and then they take the stories. Like you could submit stories directly to them as well, but they take take a lot of them from Reddit's R slash No Sleep. Um, and they, uh, it started off with just basically him reading the stories. And then as time went on, he added more voice actors to act out the different people in the stories. And then they started adding sound effects and music. Um, and it's just gotten really popular. I don't remember how I found it. I think I was just looking for scary stories at one point. During like at Halloween, I wanted to listen to scary stories, and I just kind of googled like scary story podcasts, and it, yeah, I got a couple, but No Sleep was the one that stuck with me because I really liked it. Um, but not only do they do like scary stories, they do skits and stuff too. Like um, every time he gets like a sponsor or whatever, they do like a scary story skit about what like selling the product or whatever. Like I remember he had like this tooth, like this kind of toothbrush or something. And I remember there was like a whole like scary story about like brushing your teeth and whatnot. Um, and then they do other things like they do like every Christmas and stuff. They they do like a thing where they're like all the voice actors play themselves and they're like locked in in David Cummings dungeon in his house. And then they do like they've done a couple murder mysteries where they played themselves and um, they just like it's it's fun that they do like different things like that. Um, but yeah, so they have different authors that they get from either submit stories or from the Reddit. Uh, and they have, they have a couple authors that they go back to that they like that have actually published books of their stories now. Um, and then there's, they're always adding in new voice actors here and there, but like they have a core of, uh, of certain ones that are, have been on there for a long time. Um, they actually did. I don't know if they still do 
because I haven't actually listened to the last couple seasons. Uh, but they used to do live tours, too, where they would go around and perform the stories on stage for people. Oh, I could see that being entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, all right, so tell us a little bit about the three that you had us listen to. I remember it was uh, The Red House... Um, yep. Black uh, Rain and the Silence Experiment and the Silence Experiment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this was from season four, episode two, way back in two thousand five. Now, before, um, before you dive into this, I will say I went into this thinking it was going to be a lot more creepier than it was. But with that being said, I think the only reason that it didn't creep me out as much is because it was daytime. I watched, I listened to these in like in the late morning. Mm. Um, this is definitely something I wouldn't want to listen to at night in my room alone, kind of thing. <laughs> so, but okay, go ahead and continue. I'm sorry. So yeah. Um... They also, like, these ones were all, all three of them were more, like, creepier stories that I picked. Because I did listen to a few episodes, and some of them, like, they don't always do just creepy. Some of them are more, like, supernatural in nature, where they're not exactly creepy. They're just like, oh, something weird happened. Or um, there are actually some that they do that are kind of sad. Like, I was like, oh, no, not going to have listen to a sad one. Uh so they have all kinds of stories, but like mostly they focus on the creepy or the supernatural, but every once in a while there's other things. Um, but these ones, uh, so The Red House, uh, written by Jill Berwick, <clears throat> um, and the story was read by uh, L. Bentley. The, uh, it's about a woman who's out for a walk with her daughter. She comes a bunch of uh, a house a rented brick house that's covered in crows uh and like the crows start acting weird and this person starts to walk towards her and the crows start like eating each other and fighting and and the guy has no face and so she like ends up like at first she's frozen but then she runs away and then throughout the story like weird things keep appearing on her lawn like there was a an old fashioned fire truck that was full of blood and uh, a thing of hair, uh, <clears throat> like a clump of, of hair, and she saw like the guy walking past her window one night, uh, and she called the cops about it, and they they were he like the house did exist, but there was no one there, and like they were analyzing the blood and the hair and whatnot, and they found out that the blood was like goat's blood, goat's and... blood, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's basically what that story was about, like how her family is now being tormented by this faceless stranger that lives in a house somewhere down the block, or well, it exists in a house. Now that seems to be kind of I I I don't well I don't know necessarily how common, but it seems to be kind of a common theme having having people with no faces. Mm. Um, like we're we're gonna when we get into the Crypt TV episode here, we watched one called Look See. That guy didn't have a face; he had a mouth, but other than that, he was like stitched together flesh for a face. And then things like uh, what's the, um, the Slender Man or Slender Men? Mm-hmm. I don't think they have faces either. Those things creep me out. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, you can continue. I just I'm gonna be I'm gonna be inserting little rants as we go. <laughs> um. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention was that No Sleep has its own musical composition, like it's it's beginning and stuff. Like for each season, they have a different like opening, but they have like a song, kind of like how uh uh ross is doing for us where it's basically like the same song but it's like got different renditions gotcha yep um so theirs is written by brandon boone and he does a lot of the music for the backgrounds of the stories too um but anyway uh so the next story was the silence experiment uh which was written by jp uh 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 and read by jessica mcavoy now jessica mcavoy is one of the She's basically in every episode, usually. She's one of the original storytellers. She's been with them for a long time. 
now, um, this one, basically, she's someone who used to, like, live out in the country where it was quieter, and she moved to a city, and, like, she couldn't, like, there was too much noise and other things, so she wanted to try and, and like, get back the silence that she used to have, so she goes, uh, she does, like, a sensory deprivation thing, but, like, it gets so quiet that she's not sure what happens, but then she, she starts to hear whispering, uh, and something keeps like telling her to sleep. Uh, so she doesn't want to sleep. So, but she's like researching it and she's like, it feels like her brain, like either somehow because it got so quiet, she was able to like hear the, like a spirit realm or whatever, or she had a psychotic break because her brain couldn't handle the silence or whatever. Uh, but anyway, so the, the whispers are there for a while and they start to turn, like get louder and turn into shouts. And then through the whole thing, the, the voice keeps telling her to sleep. And so she's up for like four days, and then finally she's like, "I can't, I can't fight it anymore." And she's like, "But I know if I fall asleep, I'm never waking up again." And then she, in the end, she kind of just trails off as she falls asleep, <laughs> and that's how that one ends. So, uh, I got a question for both of you: Have mm-hmm. you ever been sitting there or lying there or whatever, and you know it's quiet? You know there might be like some ambient noise, like a fan or whatever, not like. Mm-hmm pure dead silence silence but then like you will hear like music playing but it's not actually coming from anywhere like it's in your own head Mm -hmm. has that ever happened to either of you i mean kind of but not like never not music um in my old house where i when i lived with my ex-wife like sometimes when I was alone and it was quiet, it I thought I heard like murmuring sometimes, but like it was never anything I could make out. It just seemed like my brain was making it up on the fly. Yeah. I haven't had that in a long time though. <laughs> yeah, like I'll, I'll hear music, and like I've brought it up to people, and they're like, "I don't, I don't hear nothing." It's like I definitely do, but I can't. You know, anyway, mm-hmm. I think I'm just I, maybe I'm just going insane. <laughs> All right, so that was the second one, and then we get on to Black Rain. Yeah, uh, Black Rain was written by Logan Barker, and it was read by David Cummings himself and Alexis Bristow. Uh, so the story starts, this woman finds, like, a, a, a journal, like, wrapped in a bunch of plastic uh, <clears throat> in this old, like, abandoned building. Uh, so then it, the, as she reads it, it it tells the story of the of a guy who was basically it started to rain black rain uh and it like it was downpour and it didn't stop and it was like super cold to the touch uh <clears throat> and whatever it touched like any kind of water it touched it would turn black so like if you put a drop of it into like a bucket of water the whole bucket of water would turn black from the little drop like it was dil- reverse dilution basically um so then he talks about uh how like it gets into the rivers and the rivers turned black and then a friend of his sent a picture from the ocean and the ocean had turned completely black uh and the water keeps like rising and people are putting like stuff in their like sandbags and sealing their houses so the water doesn't get in uh but uh i guess and then like oh yeah he said before that he said about how scientists had tested it and it was just like regular water except for being super cold so they told people they could go out like to go and get food and groceries and stuff. But he said as soon as like people left their houses, once they stepped out into the water, they instantly like plunged their heads under and never came back up. <clears throat> uh, uh, so like he feels like the water is like watching him and is an entity or whatever. And then he ends up shooting himself with a shotgun in the end. Um, but. But then, like, it's a little confusing because, like, I don't know if, like, this was supposed to have happened all over the world. Like, where did this lady come from that found his journal? I don't understand, but... Right. Now, let me ask you this, Rob. Of these three, which one did you enjoy the most? Like, which one did you feel, I guess, captivated you the most? Um, probably the Black Rain. Devin, what about you? Uh, 
Probably yeah, Black Rain for sure. I I have heard I had heard a couple of these before because I used to listen to this podcast all the time too, um, along with a few a few others. Yeah. yeah, Black Rain for sure. See, I, I'm kind of on the fence between it. It was probably Black Rain or the Red House. Um, mainly because the you know, I don't know. I just couldn't get the the image of a faceless dude out of my head, so that one kind of stuck with me as far as like a horror aspect or a creepy aspect. But yeah. Now is this still an ongoing? This is still an ongoing podcast. Yeah. I I looked at they they just released one last week an episode so, right. um, but this is they have a it, it's a paid podcast uh, well it can be so they they release half of the stories for free usually so you can listen to the like the three that we listen to you could listen to for free there are three more stories on that episode that you can only hear if you pay though. Um, so you can pay by the season or you can pay by the episode and it, it's not much, um, but it's just basically to support all the people that, cause he pays the voice actors and stuff. And, right. <clears throat> um, but yeah. And then like, it's slightly, you get a slightly different version of the episode. Like, uh, cause I know in the, the free versions, they do like advertising, like, like I said, how they do, but they do skits for the advertisements. Um, but in the paid version, they don't have advertisements. Like they have a thing where you can listen to them if you want, because they do skits. Or like if you if you're interested in what skit we did for this, you can listen to it. But they don't like force it on you in that one. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then, like I said, you get extra extra stories. And then there's so there's if you do the whole season, you get bonus episodes. Like one of their series is called Suddenly Shocking. Uh, that you can only get if you pay and each season they have uh it's like a bunch of tiny little like one minute stories that have like some kind of weird twist to them uh and then they have an a version an old-timey radio version where they do like they're on an old-time radio show instead of the regular podcast like so it like they do this the sound effects with like the the clipping of like coconut things and stuff like that <laughs> for like horses trotting oh, and all yeah. that like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So they do all that kind of stuff, uh, but yeah, but they have special things like that. And but like do I said, they, they talk do... in the old timey radio announcer voice. Yeah, they do. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then they, like I said, they do little skits sometimes where they play themselves. Like one of their narrators, they're always making fun of. Uh, what the hell is his name? I can't remember. Um... Jack. Oh, Peter Lewis. Oh. Yeah, it's Peter Lewis. Like, they always make fun of him like he's a fucking crazy nutcase. <laughs> so every time he plays himself, like, he's really super creepy, even though he's supposed to just be supposed to be himself. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so for fans of horror stories, uh, people who like listening to horror stories and, and, and getting kind of creeped out, uh, the No Sleep Podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, where can people find, like, where can people listen to this? Like, just that all podcast thing? I try. I think I tried yeah. looking for it on Podbean. I couldn't find it's it. On, it's on iTunes. Yeah, I have Podcast Republic. That's where I listen to it. Yeah, you can uh, it's on iTunes. Yeah, most, most podcast things will have it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, the next thing we ended up doing was we watched a couple episodes. It was, it was two episodes of uh, The Look-See. Uh, well, two seasons, I guess, of the Looksee. Yeah, we watched like ten episodes. But two um, on Crypt TV, the YouTube channel, and then we watched uh, one. Was that a whole season of that show too? That was yeah. That was uh, a supercut. That, that show. Door a supercut of yeah, Door in the Woods. That actually got a uh, actual show on Peacock now. Oh really? Yeah. With the same people. Uh, I don't know if it's the exact same girl. I think so, though. Oh, I don't watch it. Well, um, all right. So let's talk about this look. See, uh, this is the again. It's the faceless guy. He all he has is a mouth. He's very well dressed. Kind of looks like the Slender Man, just with a mouth. And like the chunk, like he has like I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's like if somebody took like slabs of meat and and stapled it to his over his face. Like there's like there's like cracks and like separations in his face, I guess. 
this one took me a little while, I guess. I, I, I mean, Rob, I, I don't know how long it took you to figure out that it was essentially he was hunting down people who had guilt. It was. It wasn't until he let that guy go when uh, for killing the other, like the one that killed the other guy. Yeah. Because like you could see in his face that he didn't feel guilty about it because probably because the guy like foreclosed on his family or something or whatever it was. Yeah. But like he he like it showed him killing the guy and like a smile on his face or whatever. So I, I'm, that's why I was like, oh, I feel like it's guilt that people have to let go of if, or they'll or he'll come for them. Yeah. I mean, they do say guilt will kill you. Um. So yeah, this this it's. I mean, I'm not gonna go through each of the episodes, but essentially every story is this thing's coming after somebody, and each person that it's coming after ends up finding a, a note somewhere or or reading something. That says essentially, uh, if you don't, what is it? If you don't release, it will come and take a piece or something like that. Yeah, it's close to that. I don't remember exactly the wording. Um, oh, if you yourself can't, don't release or whatever, it will come and take a piece. Uh, so, and then like these people, like, I don't know, he plays mind games with them and then hunts them down and then uh, he's constantly walking into the backgrounds and, and just popping up. Uh, I didn't particularly like care for this one, mainly only because it's it was a lot of jump scares. And that's the thing that triggers my anxiety the worst um, is jump scares and like Devin said whether they meant to or not and I mean if they did me if they did mean it then grats on them I I guess but you know every scene where I expected him to be in the background you know just standing there he wouldn't have been and on the on the scenes that I didn't expect him there he was there and it creeped me out um Devin, have you have you have you watched these before? I watched a look see. I didn't watch the one a girl in the woods, but okay. Um, so how did you how did you stumble upon this Crypt TV thing? I've always recommended Crypt TV, but I knew about Crypt TV because from Dead Meat. Dead Meat. Um, What's Dead Meat? Dead Meat is a YouTube, uh, YouTube like horror show. Um, that mainly does like scary movie reviews. Well, they do kill counts. They're mainly known for their kill counts. Gotcha. Okay. Um, where he, they'll kill, they'll count the kills in horror movies and movies and shit like that. Um, and he was actually did like a promo crossover promo thing for, with them. And he, so the guy who's like in the second look see season, uh, the th- the one guy that like jumped on him and stabbed him, and then all his friends got killed. You know what I'm talking about. Uh... When the old dude like went out went out in the barn. Oh yeah, the one who ended up getting covered in blood and walked away. Yes, yes, that's actually the host of Dead Meat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, See, James we were both Agent wrong, Rob. It's not that he didn't have guilt; it's that he was a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he may also had no guilt. Who knows? But uh, yeah, uh, James Agnes is uh, that's who hosts his, that. He's also the. He's also local to me, or at least he was. I don't know if he still is. Um, but yeah, he he's from around here. From now, around also, here. there also we forgot to mention there's no dialogue. I think yeah, one well, lady there's just a couple, there's a someone's words. name. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, the one lady who died. Someone's in the name. Tub. Maybe a couple of words are uttered here and there, but no. Yeah. yeah, the lady who died. In the tub, yeah. Um. So I will say, as far as the look see, because I know that one was specifically also was recommended by Avalos. Uh, I applaud you, Avalos. You got me. This one, I did not care for this one because it did, it did creep me out just because of the jump scares alone. Um, and then I believe Devin, you recommended the door in the woods. Yeah, I knew that was out of the ones that were there. That was solid. Um, um I actually did like the door in the woods. It did have, it has, it has story behind it. Uh, it also changed from the door in the woods to the girl in the woods. 
Well, it yeah. said it, the title of it was A Girl in the Woods from the Door in the Woods series, so I'm guessing oh. there's more like Door in the Woods. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, there was like there's an actual story in this one. There was dialogue. Um, it, it there were creepy jump scare moments. Um, like when she ran from the two whatever they were hags or whatever the the lady with the the meat hook. Uh, and then she was up against the, the, the trailer. I knew the monster was going to be right behind her waiting. But it still creeped me out when it happened. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Mission accomplished. I don't... I don't uh, <clears throat> All of these things, including the No Sleep podcast, were more creepy than Hocus Pocus 2 <laughs> and more creepy than all of the Mandela catalog minus the last little scene because that one was probably on par um Devin, uh, I don't know if you have uh, a, a browser up that you could look at this, but is there a synopsis, essentially, for to, to read to the viewers to kind of describe what the looksy was and what Door in the Woods was? Sure, hold on a second. Um, Next week we have Halloween Ends will be our episode. Uh, we will be having Avalos returning with us on that one. Uh, while Devin pulls up a uh, synopsis for these two things, Rob, do you want to go ahead and promote the Halloween live stream yet again? I sure do. So, October 29th, a Saturday. Uh, next not yeah, not the coming this coming Saturday, but the one after. Uh, <clears throat> we are doing our 13-hour Halloween dead stream. Uh, we will be playing spooky games. Um, we're starting off with Witchet, which is kind of like Prop Hunt, if you've ever played that, uh, where the witches turn into things and the, the hunters have to try to find the witches and they can use magic and stuff to try and like get away uh and then so that should be fun as we all try to hunt each other uh after that we're playing phasmophobia which is a ghost hunting game you go in with equipment you got to try and find your figure out what kind of ghost it is the ghost can hunt you down and kill you which happens to me a lot uh after that we'll be playing uh a new game that none of us have played i don't think called um a video horror society which is similar to Dead by Daylight, but the the uh, survivors can fight back with movie magic uh, weapons, like lightsabers or blaster guns and stuff like that. Uh, and then after that, we'll be playing actual Dead by Daylight, where I will only be observing, but everyone else can play. <laughs> Uh, and then for the last game of the evening, we're playing another one that none of us have played called Midnight Ghost Hunt, where there's two teams. Uh, basically, there's ghosts and there's ghost hunters, and you basically fight it out to see who wins. So. All righty. <clears throat> so you, you say you die all the time in Phasmophobia. That doesn't irk you? Uh, I mean, it does a little, but it doesn't matter as much in Phasmophobia, <laughs> basically. Because I can still walk around and do stuff and talk to people when I'm dead. Whereas a Dead by Daylight, it's just you're done and you're just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. All right, Devin, you got those synopses for us? Is that the right word for that? Synopsis, synopses, sure, go with that. Um, the the plot of the series. Um, series takes place in the town of Harbor and follows a sharp-toothed, grinning demonic entity known as the Luxie. 
who puts his chosen victims to potentially fatal tests. Victims must choose to let go of a specific item or person they would have held onto for a long time. Um, and failure to release that specific item will end in the victim's death. The, ser the series relies heavily on symbolism with victims' injuries from their encounters with the Luxie symbolic of who or what they need to release. For that, and then you got the go in the woods, or the door in the woods, I'm sorry. Either one. Door in the woods. In the woods, if it wants to deliver for me. Nope, it don't. So, oh, she didn't technically die, I guess. No, she just received an injury. Yeah, the one who dropped her ring in the... Well, no, she died at... She eventually died. No, at the very end, she was just writing more of those notes. Oh. Hmm. I still want to know what's with the looksie that came out of those pocket watch. Well, unfortunately, had, there's no season three. Kind of. They had the blue gloves or the black gloves. I couldn't tell. Yeah, there's no, there's no season three at the moment. Kind of, but. Well. What do you mean, kind of? Because there is technically a season three, but it's weird. It's the. Hold on. It's. Sunny Family Cult. Um. It was one of the longest, one of the longest of the running seasons, 14 episodes, right? The thing with the Sunny Family Cult was that it was like, if I remember correctly, it was like set up where it took place in like our world. And there was like two friends that were like, yo, hey, uh, let me see if I can find the plot real quick. Hold on. Yeah, so. Basically, the point of this, sh uh, the point of that whole show was to like tie in the canon of the other Crypt TV monsters into one canon. If that makes sense. So that that show, the Sunny Family Cult, is uh, centers around a teenage girl named Taylor who strives for a normal life while juggling her not so normal serial killing cult family. Um, the series was ultimately, ultimately the one that made the point the point to canonically connect and establish the collective crypt monster universe with the reveal of the crypt tomes and even the introduction of a then unnamed monster uh soot who later was a monster down the road um but yeah so that's how that kind of worked and brought everybody in together hmm. so yeah that brought that brought all their <clears throat> monsters into one one world. Um, so there's kind of that. So like he hasn't has his own series, but he does, the looks he does pop up, I think in an episode or two of that one of that show. So it's kind of like a season three, but not really. Um, but yeah. Plot of the door in the woods. Carrie takes her three friends, Max, Michael, and Ben on a trek to find the door. Their colony was meant to protect after what felt, felt like hours. They finally found the, I don't need the holder. I'm going to read the summary. Uh, children of a royal cult family find a door in the woods that has been carefully protected for many years. How is it open and what is locked within? Basically, uh, as I described, kids go in the forest. They're, they, they're, they're, they're told a story. Hey, we're very important. Uh, we, we stay in this village away from the regular peoples because we're, guarded, we're, we're tasked with guarding this door in the woods, basically. And um, if anybody ever, if this ever opens the door, we're the only people. We're the only things that are, we're the only town people that are capable of keeping them out, right? So whatever. Kids heard heard about the story. They don't really believe it. They never seen the door. Go out, you know, like your urban urban myths to find the door. Find the door. Open the door. Uh, unleash demonic entity of some type, and he proceeds to wreck shit. And run through almost all of her friends and most of the town. <laughs> so, and then that's kind of what happened. Yep. And while it was open, other things got out. And they found a way to kind of fight back. 
this chick lost an arm. It was rough. But it had Kumar in it. And it was worth it because she got an actual show on net on network television. And like Rob said, she got this like dope ass prosthetic fake arm (laughs) that just kind of popped onto the stump and made out of scrap metal and had full mobility and she could move the fingers and everything. Yeah, didn't even have to medically connect nerves. She just stuck it on the stump and she was like, look, hand moves perfectly fine. So this week's science corner just fucking put stuff on a stump. Yeah. Stuff on a stump. Stuff on a stump. That's the scientific terminology for it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I mean, Devin, w- which did you prefer out of those ones between the look-see and the door in the woods? Which one did you like better? Story-wise, I like the door in the woods. Like, for a creep factor, I like the look-see. Okay. Rob, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel the same. Like, I, for scariness, look-see was, was more scary. Uh, the door in the woods felt more like I was watching new episodes of Supernatural with different characters. It felt more complete. It felt, it felt like, it felt like the door in the woods in a weird way, especially like pre arm, um, pre her, like getting trained by Kumar in the arm felt very much like the opening to a Supernatural episode, just like extrapolated in like a 15 minute bit. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yep. We're like, hey, these people fuck around and unleash something, and it goes poorly. But then it didn't. It, it didn't go like completely poorly for everybody. Now, am I to understand? Spoilers for those of you listening to this. Obviously, uh, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Crypt TV on YouTube. Door in the woods. Give you guys a couple seconds to pause because I'm about to ask a question that might be spoilery. All right, if you're still here. Sucks to be you. Uh, when she opened up the briefcase at the end, am I am I to believe that Kumar was essentially a doctor or a scientist, and the the door in the woods led to like a a facility? Like, was this like a Resident Evil type thing situation going on? Because there was like yeah, schematics. No there was like schematics that look like went underground and. This is where we find out that Door in the Woods is related to Cabin in the Woods, and he, Kumar just was one of the scientists from the. I don't think I've ever. The Cabin in the Woods. Cabin That's my head can. Yes, you have. I have. I'm sure you have. It's the one where, like, uh, Thor and the group of friends go out, and Thor dies by fucking riding a motorcycle or trying to jump a canyon and crash into an invisible wall. Remember? I don't know. You, I, I'm pretty sure we've done. Cabin in the Woods on for SU before. We'll have well, to, Cabin in the Woods. We'll have to I've ask, seen it, but I don't think we did an SU. At least I wasn't part of it. We'll have to ask Rob, our SU lore keeper. He, he goes back and looks at all the previous episodes to find out what we have and haven't done. Yeah, I'll <laughs> have to go take I a look. I feel like we've done Cabin in the Woods, and I feel like you've seen. If you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, you need to see Cabin in the Woods. It's actually like a. Is it scary? It's a spoof on like scary movies. Basically. It's a spoof, but it's also kind of not. <clears throat> like it's a spoof, but it's like, it's more of like it plays to the tropes, but it's smart about it. If that makes sense. Okay. But like it's, I wouldn't call it like it's not like a it's not like a scary movie, which is legit like a spoof on scary movies. Um, because it it does has it has a lot of comedy to it, but it's like matter of fact comedy, not. So much, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, perhaps we'll do that at some point. Um, if we haven't already, I'll have Rob check. Uh, so yeah, those were the two episodes. I, I, I'm in the same boat with you guys. I, I liked Door in the Woods better. Um, it had story. I, it was compelling for for the most part. Um. And but the looksy was was far creepier. Uh, definitely got me a at least a good handful of times, you know, readjusting in my seat and looking away from the computer. <laughs> um. 
So that's this week. So those were the No Sleep podcasts and the Crypt TV YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, next week we have Halloween Ends, which is potentially the final installment of the Halloween series. Um, I have a feeling, you know, I'm going to be kind of sad if this is the last Hall- Halloween installment and they kill off Michael Myers. I mean, he's old. It's, it's going to be his time to go, but he's the one horror dude that I actually like. <clears throat> but Well, I mean, I'm sure eventually someday there will be reboots again because this is the reboot itself. Well, it's, it's, well, it's like a reboot, but it's a reboot of... It's like, a rebooted a continuation correct. Yeah, it's, of uh, the it's original weird. movie. So yeah, so it like retconned and erased a bunch of other Michael Myers movies, so it could happen again. That's all I'm saying oh, is like fair. nothing is ever done. Yeah. Nothing is forever. Uh, so you yeah, got that'll be next week. Uh, when does that come out? Is that already out? It's already out. Oh, all right. So already we'll, seen it. we'll have watch to watch again, that. Though. Um. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, Devin, do you have some life advice? And Rob, do you have a science corner this week? I have a sort of. I have a pseudo science corner. <laughs> life right. life advice for me, anyway. Uh, it's going to be like semi comical, but like also not. Um, there's actually a lot. Like door in the woods is weird because like there's a, a there's a lot of like real accounts of like just doors that don't lead anywhere in the woods. Like if you go on Google and type in like, um, like random door in the woods or like, you know, you look like, yeah, a lot yeah, of them used to no belong sleep. to houses and stuff that the foundations and the walls are just no longer there. Yeah. No sleep has a multiple story series over yeah. different episodes about the yeah. door, like random doors in the woods. Yeah. And it's actually a pretty common thing for movies. Um, like a, like a movie, like there's a movie that came out in 2019 called Door in the Woods, and it there's actually a thing. Also, uh, staircases, uh, abandoned stairs in the woods. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Staircases in the woods. There's actually a there's actually a legend that's like a legend or like an urban myth. Hold on, urban myth. Stairs. I mean, I've even put the door in the woods technically in my D and D game. One of the parties ran across, they were traveling, and just out in the middle of an open field was just a door. Yeah, it's uh, it's a creepypasta about stairs. It's kind of, kind of came an urban legend, where it's like, I think if you, the stairs to nowhere, I think it's like, what is it, if you climb? If you climb the stairs, what is it, I forgot what the fucking thing is. You'll end up breaking your ankle because you'll fall and hurt yourself. No. No, like there's supposed to be a door. Like you can't see the door, but if you climb the stairs, there's a door at the top or whatever. I I know, like they, like I said, they did. No sleep did a thing about basically yeah. it's like a ranger talking about the weird things he sees in the forest and the staircases was one of them. Do- random doors was one of them. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I know, like. It, Something about like every step you take, you get you filled with dread or whatever. Like it's worse and worse. Yeah, every it's something I can't think of the exact. I'm trying to find the exact verb joke. Yeah, it's something like that. And then ba- basically, there's like a couple versions of it. There's like a darker version of it. Like every step you take, it, it fills you with dread, but also like pushes you to go forward. And then basically, you get to the top, and you see a door, but in reality, there's nothing there. You just kind of take a header off the top of the stairs in the woods. Um, yeah. Anyway, point being is, if you're out in the woods, my, my whole life advice was, if you're out in the woods or you're out somewhere walking and there's just something that shouldn't be there, leave it alone. Solid life advice. Just leave it alone. I mean, or go and in investigate. I mean, or don't. You know, that's how you unleash things and people die. Or do, and if you survive, write to us and tell us about your experience. <laughs> yes. Sign over the rights of the story to us so we can write care so of confessor underscore X. <laughs> yes, that's my life advice. Uh, leave, leave well enough alone, leave shit alone. That's yeah, my, yes, yeah, 
don't how can I make this sound like intelligent? In your Don't be stupid. No 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 no. In your efforts to escape mediocrity, don't become the warning to the next generation. There you go. Boom. There you go. It's terrible. It's better to let people believe you are a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Basically what I'm trying to say is why chase after a crane? Just travel south and wait. The doors out in the woods will go south? <laughs> no, but cranes and birds fly south for the winter, so theoretically if you just go south and wait, they'll show, they'll come to you. Oh, okay. All right, what's our pseudoscience corner? Terrible, but point being is. Uh, so pseudoscience corner. Like, like it, it, this is not science, people. It's, it's just science. a theory that I saw, saw online that I thought no, was interesting. Everybody but... write in to Rob when you disagree with his scientific theory on this. No, it is. I'm telling you, this is not scientific theory. Not at all. Do not take this as actual science. But there, there was a, a theory online that uh, people were discussing last week that I thought was interesting and I thought I would bring up. It's that that nobody ever really dies. Like, when you die, you shift into a new reality where you didn't die, which is why people have the Mandela effect. Uh, so, like, so basically, it, it, the theory is, like, when big swaths of, of people have, like, memory changes where things are slightly off, it's because, like, there was some kind of major disaster, like a nuclear war actually happened, and a bunch of us died. And, but we didn't die, we went into a new reality instead, <clears throat> where things are slightly different from the, when they were. And that's why people have those Mandela effect but, memories about things being different. So, so based off of this, of what you're saying, mm -hmm. so if something tragic happened and I died, yeah, I would get shifted over to a, a different reality, an alternate reality. Yeah, and I'd still be me. Mm -hmm. Just things would be slightly different. Yeah. And so, what if you like died of old age? You'd just come back as another old ass dude. Oh, that's the part where it gets a little sticky, which is why I said this is not <laughs> actual science. But I, I have a theory that's mm -hmm. similar to that. My theory is that when you die. Leading into the whole, like, we live in a simulation. When you die, you actually, so, you know how people always say it throughout your life, right? You go through the life, you make mistakes, things happen. You say, you know, I really wish I could be born and like, or start over knowing everything I know now. My theory is, and I think this would be a great movie, is you are, you, we do live our, our first life in a simulation and it's projected while we're actually in our mother's womb in the real world. So you live an entire lifetime while you're in the womb and, and you're, then you're born, you die in the simulation when you're born in your real world. And then you wake up and then when you wake up, but you have all the knowledge of a whole lifetime. So in better, in hopes to better the next generation or the neck or like, you know, to better yourself in society, that was the path that was taken. I think that'd be a great movie. I mean, I could get behind both theories, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like if I died, that's like, I wouldn't want to come back as me again. Being me sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the thing is, like, well, no, you don't saying, realize. Like, imagine you, like, imagine you're born, but. Well, the, for the theory I'm talking about, you wouldn't realize you had even died. So it would just be like you're your day just continued as if you hadn't died. Right. <clears throat> gotcha. Like, like you step in the traffic, you're about to get hit by a car. You see the lights in your eyes and the car hits you, but then you like blink and there's just like, you're having a photo taken and the flash of a camera and you're just kind of going with your day. But knowing, knowing Webby's luck, he'd be like getting his photo taken and it's like a mug shot. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
Son of a bitch. Like, why, why am I under arrest? <laughs> you dressed up as a bear and beat home with people. Oh, I mean, that sounds like something I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I like the idea of, you know, potentially reliving a life, but with a lifetime's worth of knowledge and kind of like memories in your head. Mm-hmm. So you know what things to improve on, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so that was Science Corner. That was our SU episode for the week, fellas. Uh, yep. Where can people find you on the internet, Rob? You can find me on Twitter at Professor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. And I just realized our stream is not on my channel, it is on the Distractions Media channel. I should probably say that. So, if you want to come see the Halloween stream for charity, it is on distractions uh, twitch.tv slash distractions media. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, just follow everything we do regardless, and there will be alerts. Go join our Discord. Um, Devin, where can people find you at? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie. You can find me on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay looking for doors in the woods. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> You guys can follow me on Twitter at JaxForestWalker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, uh, and on eBay at Falling Off Stairs in the Woods. <laughs> because me and Devin just don't know how to leave shit alone. We don't. So, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening, and we hope you enjoy. We love you, and fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. Every single week, I'm never on tune with this thing. <laughs> and we love you for it. Did you remember to put the Halloween at the theme song at the beginning? Yep, I sure did. Thank you. Your real question is: Did you remember to put the line in the coconut and mix it all together? Coconut. 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 coconut.